This is Ken Lubin, the host and founder of the Executive Athletes Podcast, and welcome to this week's episode. I want to thank everyone that's been listening, and thank you for the comments and feedback. They're awesome and an incredible help in this journey to making this podcast better and better each episode. Once again, this is unscripted and unedited, as I believe it it is the best way to get to really know the guest. Today's guest is Ross Clark. Ross is a media and technology executive. Ross has been recently named the CEO of a venture-backed mystical product and services startup called Sanctuary, and I can't wait to get into this, where he will work to scale the company in its next phases of development. But prior to joining Sanctuary, Ross was the SVP of Business Development and Strategy at Epix, an MGM company, where he led business development and strategy, including expanding, expanding digital distribution footprint through innovative deals with Roku, VRV, and other leading platforms. He was also the vice president and general manager of the Hearst and Snapchat joint venture called Sweet, where he increased global audience by 130% during his tenure. But in addition to being a leading executive, he's no different than most of the listeners. He's an avid triathlete, outdoorsman, skier, and runner. So Ross, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ken. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit about who Ross is and your background. You've got a pretty cool background being in tech and media and doing what you're doing now. Thank you. So I think, uh, you know, the, uh, I've had a, a nice diversity of experiences. I think, you know, really the through line of it all is I have worked to, you know, figure out how to adapt uh, content and media for new platforms and technologies. Uh, so really that intersection and, you know, I think as we, as we look at the past decade and certainly the one in front of us, uh, we have seen so much change in how consumers are are accessing and, and consuming different types of content. So, you know, SVOD services have exploded. Uh, you've got all of the streaming music services and, you know, consumption just continues to change rapidly. And then layer on top of that, everything that's happening with social. So I've been, you know, really fortunate to get to, you know, work at that intersection and figure out how do we adapt um, different forms of content and, and media and experiences for for new platforms, which has been really exciting, and you know have gotten to work with a great set of companies and brands uh, to do just that. No, and and that's exciting stuff, right? And you're sort of been at the forefront of technology, media, and everything me- meeting social media, and that's going to be. I think that's you've been there at the beginning, and where do you see that going? Yeah, uh, certainly accelerating. I think that is one big theme. And in all of this, the rate of change, uh, I think we'll reach a certain point where maybe humans can't, can't keep up, but uh, it just keeps exploding. So, you know, I think it will uh, continue to accelerate. I think a lot of the, the, the social trends, uh, you know, will continue to, to drive the conversation. I do think, you know, I think AR and VR has been, you know, it's certainly been out there and people are talking about it, but I, I do feel like it's the time for those technologies to really emerge. Uh, you know, you might see some interesting sort of uh, effects from, from COVID and people wanting to have, you know, more immersive virtual experiences. And then you look at what, you know, Facebook's doing 
uh, with all of their initiatives in that category. Um, so I feel like it, you know, it's been talked about for a long time. I think we've been in many iterations of, of AR and VR, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's finally going to happen this time around. I think all the, the, uh, the points are aligning there. No, it's an exciting time out there, right? With everything. Actually, it was just, I did a, uh, a, an interview with someone the other day talking all about AI and really where this is going. It's just, it's sort of in its infancy, right? It's sort of technology 3.0 with 1.0 as the initial web, 2.0 is Facebook and LinkedIn and social media, but you know, 3.0 is AI and 4.0 is back to sticks and stones, I think, at that point. Yeah, <laughs> or something we can't, uh, a, a, aliens, aliens, uh, when in doubt, uh, bring in some aliens. Talk to us a bit, what you're doing right now is super cool, Sanctuary, right? It's a uh, sort of a mystical startup. You guys just launched a, uh, <laughs> what is it, tarot card and psychic readings. Talk to us a bit about Sanctuary and what you guys are up to, because it's uh maybe that's the 4.0 right you guys are going into the mystical world yeah uh tr truly uh going for the stars um so you know super interesting space i think uh you know what what i like to highlight is it's it's really misunderstood uh both in terms of market potential where it fits in consumers lives and then you know what what sort of goods and services people are accessing in this category um, but what, you know, what struck me is when I was at Condé Nast Entertainment and then also at Suite, I saw, you know, how popular and powerful uh, the content in this category was. So at Suite, we would, we would do, you know, different astrology and, and other sort of mystical uh, alternative spirituality content. And we were racking up like three to five million daily UVs on these editions. Uh, you know, and really rabid interest uh, for millennial and Gen Z women in particular. And so I was like, wow, this is, um, you know, much, much more popular than people realize. And if you dig into the market and the stats, you know, it's close to 25% of Americans read their horoscope every day, you know, close to 15% of Americans have had a, a alternative spirituality reading. So I think, um, you know, it's it's one of those, uh, you know, content areas or, or experience areas that's sort of been bubbling under the surface. Obviously, you know, very long-lived. Uh, I think these are some of the oldest practices uh, in human history. Um, but you've got, uh, you know, some really interesting things happening right now. A lot of it is driven by technology um, uh, with, you know, different forms of of access uh, and certainly social is a big part of the conversation. And what we want to do at Sanctuary is, you know, really reimagine uh, these experiences and services and content uh, for a, a mobile platform and for a, a you know, today's consumer. Uh, and so the way that uh, it works and how we've built the service is freemium app. We offer free daily and monthly horoscopes, different uh, content and product features and astrology and tarot and other practices. And then uh, similar to how Talkspace has really reimagined therapy as this, you know, on the go mobile messaging based product, we're doing the same for practices like astrology and in intuitive readings and tarot readings. And so I've got a very large network of readers and actually uh, six different countries now providing 
uh, you know, these text-based uh, readings through the app, uh, you know, as short as 10 minutes going all the way up to 60. So a really interesting category, I think, uh, you know, is one that will continue to explode uh, with millennial and Gen Z consumers in particular. Uh, you know, and I think a lot about how, let's go back five years, meditation was a very esoteric, uh, sort of misunderstood or niche practice and, you know, is something now that, you know, corporate America has wild, widely embraced and, you know, executives talk about in, in interviews with the Wall Street Journal. So I think, um, you know, we're at, a, we're at a similar sort of initial inflection point uh, with astrology in particular. And, you know, we're going to continue to see it grow over the next uh, three to five years. No, and I, and I love what you're talking about there, a bit about the whole meditation piece, right? Everyone thought that we knew, we've known it's been around forever, but it was sort of a woo-woo thing that people didn't really want to talk about. But like you said, now, Google, Facebook, all the major players are really sort of have meditation rooms. And the whole growth of TM or transcend, transcendental meditation is, has become huge among business leaders. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's interesting for, for sure. I think you know it's the the other component that I find fascinating is so much of you know, I think the modern wellness movement um, is both in response to uh, technology and the pace of change, as well as you know the, the, that's what's driving these new services. So I think you know it, it, technology makes us you know, when, look for ways to, you know, find, call, you know, sort of moments of calm and, and feel centered and wellness because, you know, it is uh, often destabilizing. So it's this interesting sort of push-pull dynamic there. No, it, it totally is. And what's crazy now is, right, a lot of the apps are, the, or what is it, your, your iWatch or any of these other devices now can pretty much dictate what state you're in. So it'll be interesting to see what's next sort of on the, uh, on the mystical side of things. Yeah, for sure. So let's shift gears here a little bit. And you've been in the startup world, you've been a tech guy for a number of years, but you also sort of found your way into, into running into triathlon into that side of, you know, that side of things. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so I've, you know, I've always been a runner. I ran cross country and, and track in high school and continued to run in college. And afterwards, um, you know, I would say as I, uh, you know, got deeper and deeper, uh, you know, into the, the stress that a, that a career can bring at times, you know, I, I really gravitated towards having, uh, you know, an outlet uh, and a place to, you know, really disconnect. Um, and I think running, you know, obviously has tremendous uh, physical benefits, but, you know, the mental piece and being able to you know, really have a, I, I find running to be, you know, meditative in a way because you, you know, are, are disconnecting, um, you know, certainly with your, uh, with your computer, but uh, sort of the world at large and, you know, taking a moment to, uh, you know, really center yourself. And uh, I particularly, I live in New York City, I love to run in the city because the, the scenery is so amazing. So, you know, getting to sort of get outside of my head uh, for a little bit um, has been, you know, really beneficial. Uh, I started out and did, you know, a bunch of 5Ks and turkey trots and all that sort of stuff and uh, was curious about longer distance, uh, you know, and I think like a lot of people, the, the half marathon 
is a natural next step. So I did a couple of those. And then it was like, oh, now I want to do a marathon. So I did a couple of those. Uh, and then uh, actually a good friend of mine from college uh, who I had done a bunch of races with said, uh, you know, do you want to do a, a triathlon? And in very famous last words, I said, well, if we're going to do a triathlon, we should just do an Ironman, not really putting together like what that meant. Um, so uh, the first triathlon I ever did was a half Ironman, uh, which uh, I would not recommend to anyone. Uh, should certainly start with a, a shorter distance. But, uh, you know, go I go bigger, I go home. I know, right? Uh, but lived to tell and did, uh, what have I done? Three halves at this point. And then I did Ironman Canada a couple of years ago, which, you know, was insane. Uh, you know, was was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, also, you know, was incredibly intense and consumes your entire life uh, training for it because uh, all you're doing is... Uh, well, in addition to swim, biking, and running, is eating because you're, you're starving all the time because you're burning so many calories and training. But, you know, it, it was incredible and, you know, I think taught me a lot about endurance and the power of perseverance um, in addition to, you know, all of the benefits, both, both health and mental that I got through training. But it was, uh, I will always remember, uh, you know, crossing that finish line uh, in Whistler, Canada, um, and, uh, you know, immediately feeling like I was going to pass out. But, uh, after that, uh, you know, the joy and, and sense of accomplishment and, and certainly some sore, uh, muscles too, but, uh, it was, it was amazing. No. And I think, and you decided to choose an easy one too, being out in, yeah, right. out in the mountains, right? <laughs> Just a couple hills. <laughs> well, and that, but that's, you know, I think that's what you see a lot of high level leaders do, right? They sort of just jump into it, but, but it becomes transformational and it becomes transformational, like you're saying for, for individuals, but also it's like, Hey, let's see what we can do. What can we push to do? And, and, and how mm -hmm. can we, handle it. And I think that's probably the more exciting and intriguing part of these whole things. For sure. Um, you know, believe me, I, you know, I'm right there with you. It's like, here, if you're going to do it, might as well jump in with both feet yeah, and go, go see, big what, or go home. <laughs> see what comes out on the other side. Talk to us a bit about training for it, right? And, and being, a, being a senior leader and, and living in New York City, I'm sure there are some challenges training for it. Yeah. I, I, I was very fortunate, and I honestly don't know how I would have done it as easily, um, but at the time, I lived in a building that had a, actually an Olympic-sized swimming pool, uh, which is a bit of a rarity in New York. Wow. Um, so that, uh, that was a – and it lived very close to the West Side Highway, um, which is fantastic both for, for running and biking. So if – if I did it all over again, I think I would need to make sure I, I, I had that sort of set up again. Um, but, uh, you know, I worked, you know, I went out and, and you know, bought a couple of, of books with training plans and then did a ton of online research and, and basically put together a spreadsheet of, you know, what every week looked like. Um, the one, you know, I'd say the, the challenge with training for an Ironman is it often requires two a day uh, exercise programs. So it's, you know, you're, you swim a mile in the morning and then, you know, at lunch you do 
a spin class to make sure you're getting in an hour of biking or in the afternoons, you know, you're going on a, a 12 mile run. Um, so the, the weak part, uh, I personally, I felt the weak part to be the most demanding because you're, you're having to, you know, make sure you're factoring in time for, you know, one substantial or two substantial, uh, exercise sessions. And then also, you know, you've got work and life and everything else happening. And then the weekends, you know, it, that that was really the time for the long bike and the long swim or the long run because you know you had much more flexibility um but it uh it was certainly it was all encompassing because it it would be like oh all right what are we doing this weekend we're gonna you know ride our bikes to bear mountain and back and that'll probably take uh you know the entire day because it's 112 miles and we've got to build in you know time to get across the george washington bridge that actually was the <laughs> when people are like what what was the most intense part of it it's riding your bike across the gw because the the guardrail is not high enough and it's it's very tight and there's sort of this like bullpen uh that you have to navigate getting up and so you're like oh this is sort of terrifying i've got the hudson river on one side and you know four lanes of traffic on the other but um i also got to you know see a lot of new york city and and upstate new york and uh was doing a share house in east hampton that summer so i rode my bike all over you know long island so i got to see you know a lot of parts of this area of, of the country that i live in uh so that was fantastic as well but it uh you know it's 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 a lot you go through a lot of power bars too <laughs> well and also yeah like i never want to eat another power after i could probably do it now but i remember uh, at the end of it i was like i never want to eat another power bar again i so know eating that stuff it's and then what what was it sort of same thing with the bike thing like going over the bridge and doing all that and it's uh, that's going to be scary believe me i've done a fair share of sort of interesting bridge rides and you're like if i just get blown a little bit there we go yeah, this is not this is, this is not good. But uh, you know, was fortunate never never got hit by a car, never fell off the bike. I did get a traffic ticket for running a red light on my bike, which I did not know Interesting. was something uh that you could get, but uh you know, that was a little uh $100 uh expense that I hadn't factored into my race planning, but uh, uh is a good story too. That is a great story. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I haven't gotten that yet. And believe me, I've taken my fair share of risk going through headlight or going through stoplights. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what? So tell us a little bit about, you know, you th the importance of being physically fit and sort of the importance of competing while being, being a business leader. Because I think a lot of people really feel like the two and two go in hand, hand in hand. For sure. Um, you know, I, th I think in order to excel in corporate America, having, uh, you know, a, a very, you know, focused and regimented training plan. And, you know, lately I've been, I've been mixing in a lot of strength training uh, and working with, with a trainer there, uh, which I can talk a little bit more about in a moment. But, um, you know, I, th I think the, the discipline that being an athlete and exercise, uh, you know, requires or, or provides is really invaluable, um, you know, when it comes to running a business or, or, or building a startup because, you know, it requires you to be very focused. I think, uh, you know, your health now more so than ever 
is paramount to your success. Uh, and I find that um, exercise provides me with a lot of mental clarity and sharpness. I'm sure there are you know, studies that confirm this. Uh, and I just, I feel so much better and ready to, you know, take on whatever the day is going to throw at me, you know, knowing that, you know, I had a great training session that morning or, you know, I'm going to go for a run that evening. It's been, uh, it's been really invaluable. I sort of, I feel like the, the more stressful the work environment is, the, the harder, uh, you know, you want to, you want to train or run or bike because it just provides this incredible, uh, outlet um, and, and in a very positive way. No. And, and I love what you're saying there, right? The more stressful it is, sometimes you get on the bike or run or to the gym, you actually put some up some of your best numbers because you're taking it out in there versus actually doing it, you know, going to a bar or, or doing something like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's, uh, if you can do something that's that's good for you physically and mentally uh, and the people around you all at the same time, I think that's, you know, a real win-win. No, and also, too, I think it's super important um, for your staff to see that you're actually doing this as well because it, it acts as, you know, a bit of a motivator. And that people sure. say, hey, if my CEO is doing this, I can go out there. And yeah. that's huge. Yeah, and I always... You know, of course, like everyone's fitness journey is their own, but, you know, I've always encouraged, uh, you know, my team to, you know, if people are like, oh, I want to go to the gym after work. I'm like, absolutely, you know, take the time that you need. I think that it's such an important part. Um, and I think it's, you know, something that, uh, you know, provided uh, health and ability that everyone should make uh, part of their week a couple of times a week. No, it's, it's huge. And like you said, I think the productivity, it helps productivity go through the roof. I've interviewed obviously multiple CEOs doing this and they see that once they start doing it and their team start doing it, the whole environment of the organization changes as well. Mm -hmm. For sure. Awesome. So what's next? What's next for, you know, was for sanctuary? What's next for Ross Clark? What's, you know, where's the future? You can go talk to your, go, now that you get the new psychic hotline, you can see where, where you guys are going. I know. Right. Uh, well, I could tell you, but, uh, I've got a, I've got a charge. Um, no, all kidding aside. We, uh, you know, we are continuing to grow, uh, very rapidly. We just had a phenomenal, uh, or having a phenomenal week uh, with our with our paid products, so you know the both the fun and the hard part of early stage startups is you have to beat yourself every week and every month, uh, you know, to deliver uh, you know very exciting growth metrics. So you know we're going to keep hammering away there. Uh, Want to fill you know figure out some new uh, free features to help acquire and retain audience. Want to continue expanding the paid product. Um, on the acquisition front, we are very, very close to a million followers on Instagram, which has been a great uh, vehicle for us for both free and paid users. So I wanna, I wanna hit that. I think we've got uh, 44k uh, to go. So uh, make sure to follow us there. It's Sanctuary World, no O. Uh, so um, you know, a lot of a lot of exciting growth and and uh, targets that we're aiming for. And then, you know, on, on my end, obviously, I spend a lot of time uh, working on this startup, but uh, have lately, you know, I, I still do some running, you know, usually shorter distance, like three to five mile runs, 
uh, but have been spending a ton of time on, you know, more uh, sort of traditional strength uh, and weightlifting, which I found to be uh, both really challenging and also uh, very efficient. Um, so being able to go and spend, you know, 45 minutes, I've got a, a trainer, his name is Chris Rudnick, uh, who has a company called Dynamic, Dynamic Strength. And he builds a program for me through this app called uh, True Coach. And, you know, I'm able to, in 45 minutes to an hour, get a, you know, a really incredible strength uh, exercise in that also incorporates cardio, you know, and have seen really great results from that. And it, it certainly has improved. I think I, I, I'm very competitive with the turkey trot that my family does every year over Thanksgiving because I have to beat uh, all of my family members. But uh, I put up my my best turkey trot time ever last year, uh, which I was I was very proud about. Um, this year, I think it got canceled because of COVID, but maybe I'll do uh, a turkey trot of my own. But uh, yeah, I think I'll you know for the the next year, I, I see a continued focus on strength. I would love to do another half marathon. I really love that distance. Um, you know, at the same time, it's like everything's a little bit messed up with COVID. Like, we're, you know, they're not really having races at the same level uh, that they were before. So I think everyone is excited for uh, this pandemic to end and, and the return to uh, a lot of things that we've been missing out on. Uh, and for me, I would I'd love to do a, a, a race sometime in 2021. No, I think that's, yeah, I think a lot of people are sort of getting pent up and want to get out there and get their competitive juices flowing. The good thing with technology, you can actually compete via technology, right? Strava, whatever, you know, whatever apps you're doing, which, which helps a lot, but no, it's, believe me, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I like the, I, I'm like a race junkie. I like yeah, me too. The, the dynamic and. Not, oh, I, di- I don't like the beginning of a full Ironman where everyone starts at the same time uh, in, in the water. That, that they should change. But uh, I, like, I like the pack and, um, you know, sort of the energy that that brings, uh, you know, in, in competitive element. Uh, so I, I miss that. I, you know, I think the, I, I love how technology has improved fitness, um, but it's, it's hard to replicate that experience. No, it's, yeah, the, the competitiveness and getting out there. And really, it's amazing how f- you can push yourself too when you're going against someone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, in, and I think that's invaluable too. With next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, I'm going way beyond what I did. But that's sort of the philosophy of business and life, right? So surround yourself with people that are better than you and allow you to become better. Yeah, and, uh, and try to beat yourself every day. Awesome. Awesome. No. And, and Ross, thank you for being part of this. This was amazing. I love what you're doing. Where can people find out more about you, more about what's going on? Yeah. Uh, link, I'm, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. That's probably not terribly surprising. Uh, so, uh, definitely, uh, follow me there. Follow Sanctuary World, uh, no O on Instagram. Uh, and then our, our app is available in both uh, the iOS and, and Android app stores. So, so check it out. Um, and uh, thank you again for having me on. No, definitely. And what I'll do is I'll share everything as well um, when I send this out. And, and Ross, this was a pleasure. It's been great. I love your insight. I love what you're doing. There's definitely some exciting things happening out there. So 
Thanks for being part of this. I really appreciate it. Likewise. Thanks so much. And if anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, feel free to reach out to me at kenoftheexecutiveathletes.com. Uh, make sure you subscribe, keep listening and going out there and keep on crushing it because one day we'll be back on the start line and hopefully going across the finish line. Have a great weekend. Thanks.